All right, so Jake, you're hosting, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I got this, guys. Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Delicately curated long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, specifically the part of that saga that is the Mandalorian television show, brought to you in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Yoda Bones, (laughs) Jasmine, I'm not crying, you are, (laughs) and me, Grosif Gutenberg. (laughs) You'll find out what all of these things mean momentarily because we you know sometimes the red light comes on in the grandma talking dining room where we all eat together yep and there's a mm-hmm. but and we'll just be eating silently forks clanking together but then there'll be this alarm that goes off and immediately we yeah it sounds like that yep fire poles descend from the ceiling and like these like portals beneath them and we just we slide down to the recording base uh, we, we must and that was just a story i was liking to tell but the real reason we're recording is because the mandalorian came out this week yeah it did yes. and also last week and also last week and last we week. had a feeling that we were gonna have to record immediately after this episode came out yeah we did just record yesterday which is an episode you'll probably hear a week from now that you're <laughs> i don't know if one. the world's ready for that one <laughs> yeah, you're not ready for that one. Yeah. But then tonight we had, this is Friday evening, the night the episode came out. And That's like right. every other uh, fan podcast of Star Wars or YouTube channel, we had to get an episode out about it right away. We had to churn out content. Literally everyone else on my podcast feed has been full of Mandalorian episodes today. But I only care about our opinions. Mm, true. You know what I mean? True. Have you listened to any other podcast about The Mandalorian? No. I haven't, I haven't. actually. I'm just going to be honest with you. If you're another podcaster and you listen to our show, I hate to tell you, if you're talking about The Mandalorian, I appreciate your service to your country, but it's, it's not for me. <laughs> I only care about me, my voice, my friends. And, okay, so we do have two episodes to talk about, but I wonder if we should start in reverse order. Uh, that seems a little anticlimactic. We can Does talk okay. about we can talk about the first one in about ten minutes. Yeah, that's that's if true. That. If, if that. that spoilers for episode four, the siege. Yeah, I yeah. Don't episode four, it. chapter twelve. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. The siege. Uh, and uh, if there, if I have anything to say about the siege, is that it's the fourth episode of the second season of the television series The Mandalorian, which was directed by Carl Weathers and aired on Disney yeah. Plus on November twentieth, twenty twenty. Just I think in my opinion, it, I think if it had been in season one, uh, I would have really, really enjoyed it. Uh, yes, but season two has kind of, up until that point, been a bunch of bangers. So my it kind of was just opinion. like an episode. Yeah. My humble opinion is that Carl Weathers should not direct another Mandalorian episode. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, your humble opinion is mirrored by 
this reviewer's humble opinion, which yeah. is that, no thank you, Mr. Carl Weathers. No, I, I like Carl Weathers just fine. He's fine. I don't want him to direct another episode, though. Was it was it Favreau who wrote that one? Only credited writer is John Favreau. Siege. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought I remembered seeing his name for the siege. So I don't think you can place all the blame at Carl Weathers' feet, is what I'm saying. No, no, I it's don't true. like the way it was directed, but whatever. It's, yeah. I don't think it was that exciting of an episode to direct, in my opinion. I think it felt, okay, like, well, an, it felt like a season one episode. Yeah. See, I think you're crazy. I think, like, so much happened in this episode. This yeah. whole, I mean, the titular siege, guys, where yeah. they go to this imperial base and we see these clone force-infused soldiers, like, straight out of Jedi Outcast 2. Yes, I That's do like the craziest that. stuff we've seen. That's very exciting. But... And, like, the speeder chase was really cool. You have that amazing shot of the two, like, scout troopers, like, driving their speeders off a cliff, which was very cool. Yeah. But it was also, like, the intercut action between Mando and uh, (laughs) Grief Karga. Yes. And Gina Carano's character. Cara Dune. Whose name is Cara Dune. Um was like intercut with screen wipes like instead of like exciting dynamic cutting it was just like Mano does something slow screen wipe to the other gang does something it was very weird yeah. it was totally just fine uh and but, it was by far the weakest episode of season two in my opinion I don't need to see Cara Dune or What's-His-Face ever again I think I have had I'm kind of with you <laughs> Maybe it's like, just because we know more about Gina Carana as a person now, but I don't necessarily love this character. She, yeah, but they just kind of show up, and we're they're we're probably the getting, muscle. Here's the thing: we're probably we might delve into this a little bit more in the next episode too. But yes, uh, true, there are some some I don't problematic know. saves. I, I I can't watch this show thinking about you can't. Let's be honest. You can't watch any Hollywood production <laughs> with everyone the actors is problematic in mind to a point. at all the times. Um, what are you talking about? Not the Mission Impossible franchise. Well, no, there's True. no one Starring in those Tom movies. <laughs> there's no one of those movies who are problematic. <laughs> not but anything listen. directed by George Lucas, the person. <laughs> Famously not creepy. Harrison Here's... Ford, chill guy, didn't do anything weird with Carrie Fisher when she was a teenager. Here's what I'm saying. Um, yes, there are people in these episodes and creative voices behind these things who are, uh, not so great. That's unfortunate. However, uh, we cannot change that as a podcast. And so therefore I, yeah, we tried, but we, it turns out we had zero power. They Uh, didn't really listen to us. Yeah. So I'm just going to talk about the actual characters. I think Cara Dune could be super interesting. The end of the episode with her talking to the the New Republic guy had yes. some had some weight there. That was all right. And I could see some potential. Uh, if potentially there was a better if if potentially there was a better actress behind the character. That's all I will say. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. She was she's from Alderaan, and he very tactfully asked, "Did you lose anyone?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when the entire planet exploded that you're from. She's uh, like, yeah, I lost actually, everything. in fact, I did lose some people. Which, but anyway, 
No, um, no, no. I, you're I, right. I, and I, I like seeing dark troopers at the end. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> it was cool. And it was, I want to say, we were on record from episode dose of this podcast saying, or not of this podcast, but talking about the Mandalorian, that it seemed like they were leaning towards some Jedi outcasty business. For sure. That episode was so Jedi outcasty. Which recap this basically the deal is they're trying to imbue stormtroopers with like force sensitive abilities using that's what it seemed like they some were kind. doing there there are of course also theories um that they were trying to grow a clone of snoke um but i oh, think yeah that's i mean infinitely I more think... boring than trying to bring in the dark trooper project which was giving force powers to random soldiers and training them to combat the the new republic i Here's... think it was a very basic episode with a couple cool concepts very similar to the much beloved movie the rise of skywalker hey hey, hey. not wrong yeah and i i'll say this um Directed as well as The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. I might fight you on that one. Um, I can't name a single problem with the direction of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no. Uh, I think that for sure, just by the like transitive property, the cloning kind of is a fun way to relate to the clones of like Palpatine and stuff, all that. But... Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably going to be more of just background business. Whereas in order to have a unique threat for the show, the Mandalorian, they, they're going to want to have this dark trooper business. Yeah. Yep. Cause what would that even be? They, they reveal the thing we already know, which is that they have a clone of Snoke, but how and then we're could, like, Oh, how could, he, uh, the Mandalorian possibly fight force wielding, lightsaber wielding troopers if he doesn't have some kind of i don't know staff himself you have to have the shiniest noisiest staff in the world he would have to have some kind kind of staff to combat things like that unfortunately at the end of that episode the siege he doesn't have anything like he doesn't have anything and somebody at some point does mention ahsoka tano but whatever or no that already happened that was no that already happened in the book okay you're right yeah uh okay anything else to say about the siege I think we've no. done Here's our 10 minutes. Here's what I'll say about <laughs> not the siege, but I don't want to dismiss like the problematic elements of actors, but it's also just like I don't know. It it's not necessarily what I feel like talking about on a Friday evening. Yeah, uh there's definitely a discussion to be like had about that. Like if you're bummed out about it and it hinders your enjoyment of the episode, I that's Absolutely. totally fine. Totally sympathize. Agree. Yeah, and I like I like Kara doing a lot less this season than I did in season one, and that right. is solely because of things that I've learned outside of the TV show. And so yeah, that's yeah, for sure. That's totally valid and totally fine. However, uh, the three of us in the mood that we're in on a Friday night after just seeing spoilers Ahsoka Tano and live action, that's probably <laughs> not where we're going to focus our discussion tonight. Probably. Not. Uh, it, maybe I think we, it's, that, that doesn't mean we won't someday, but for right now... I think it's different when you know someone has done, like, 
or has been problematic in the past and you like know they've corrected themselves or they've you know moved on from it but when you know someone is still currently being <laughs> problematic all the time yeah, they probably just tweeted Twitter while right we were now. having this conversation yeah <laughs> <laughs> is posting cringe on main currently <laughs> yeah yeah i also just want to add one very important thing which is that uh at one point our little boy whose name we we don't know and we, we may never know but the child he uses force powers for the first time this season to get some cookies he gets some cookies they it's look very like necco good. wafers the worst candy he got in the world some noms. And, he, and also, he got to puke them up, and it was very good when he did that. <laughs> I forgot about that. He did. It was very great, and I have enjoyed it a lot when he puked up the cookies. <laughs> Only consequences when Baby Yoda eats this season. <laughs> yeah, he's learning. He's learning. That's right. So uh, soon he'll learn to never eat. The ultimate lesson <laughs> of Star Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and life. Um, yes. Okay, so let us move on to... The Jedi. The Jedi. And let's, uh, let's treat this like a movie. It's felt like a movie. This feels like an event. Let's do what we do when a new Star Wars movie comes out. Let's, let's give each other like two minutes, not hardcore on the clock, and just get first takes out here. Okay. Who's going first? Christina's disappointed because she thought I was setting up a rhyme with what I was saying, and it it didn't happen. And you didn't. I mean, first to <laughs> you worst. You try again. First, you to, do worst two, to first. First to worst. Worst to worst. Worst to worst. Last to yeah. fast. Yeah, you do another take, Jake. <laughs> Guys, I we're gonna go it. around a circle. Why did I choose the word circle? Nope. <laughs> uh, we're not gonna rhyme. We're just gonna talk about. Guys, Star Wars. I'm feeling pretty orange. Oh shoot, I did it too. <laughs> Purple. Dang it. Um, Silver. Ah. <laughs> okay. Riley, give us your takes. Okay. Starting with the Bindu, because I'm in the middle. Uh, <laughs> I I was scared going in um, that Ahsoka, I've, I've seen Ahsoka in live action, um, just, just solely on the way that she looked. Um... Obviously, there were the rumors that it was going to be Rosario Dawson, and I was hoping that in her performance, she would try to act like Ahsoka and not try and be, uh, like, like I, I've mentioned this before, but not be a Forrest Whitaker, who, not that there's that much to take from Saul Guerrero in the Clone Wars, but he was just doing something totally different that had nothing to do. I wouldn't be shocked to learn if he didn't watch the two episodes of the Clone Wars that Saul Guerrero's in. So I was afraid. I would of be that shocked happening. to learn if he did watch those episodes. DBA. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. However, I said <laughs> it. I would be shocked if he watched them. Um, so I was afraid of the same thing happening with Rosario Dawson. I was afraid of it looking like a bad cosplay and like haunting my dreams. Uh, and I don't think either of those, of those, either of my fears came to fruition. I liked the way that it, uh, the costume looked in live action. I thought her performance was, like, pretty darn good. Um, however, I know I, I <laughs> others on this podcast might not share that opinion, and I want to make the caveat that I, while I love Ahsoka and everything she's been in, she is not one of my absolute top five favorite characters in Star Wars, so my connection is a little bit 
different. Um, but I overall was happy with Ahsoka. I was happy with all the action. I was happy seeing um, the two of them work together. And I still am a little uh, lukewarm on the episode in general because I see the future of this show and it is the force. Uh, and you guys know me. That's not why I was excited for the Mandalorian. And while I enjoy the show for what it is, it, it's kind of turning into a show that I'm not as pumped about as I was in the beginning, even though it is of excellent quality and I enjoy it. It's just not what I was looking for, but good app. I'd give it probably like a three. Now you're talking about on our patented rating scale. On our patented rating scale, of Which course. Which we won't go into everything. We won't goes go into, all the way up to three plus. <laughs> definitely a three no is numbers. better than it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> three is actually very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's all I have to say. Um, is it my turn? Let's let her go, and then we'll end on a high note, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been dreading this episode for weeks. So I will straight ahead say that I probably went into this with a more negative mindset than a lot of people. Um, unlike Riley, Ahsoka is one of my top five Star Wars characters of all time. and means a lot to me, and so does Ashley Eckstein. So I've been dreading not seeing Ashley be this character that she has put her heart and soul into ever since the creation of this character. And... <sighs> I I will say that I think uh is her name Rosario Dawson is that it? Yeah. Okay, I think her performance was fine. Um I actually don't think like the voice the voice didn't throw me off much. Like I still think it had an Ahsoka vibe to it. Just like a little bit deeper. Um so like a matured Ahsoka. Um the Leku, I feel, wasn't super on par, but I guess we don't know how Leku work. Maybe they shorten as you get older. Who knows? <laughs> um, and I just don't understand why they wouldn't have the uh, the budget to do, you know, nice Leku, like uh, Shock T had for her two seconds of Attack of the Clones, but whatever. Um, but... <sighs> I mean, really, my my issue with the character portrayed in this episode is just that it wasn't Ashley, and I I can't I can't really get over that right now. I don't think uh, I think she at least deserved the opportunity to decline to be in this show if maybe she thought she couldn't live up to the character in live action or something. I just I think it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't care about it, but I we all know she does because she has actually said stuff about it. So it just irks me the wrong way, and it did leave a bad taste in my mouth while I was watching the whole episode. If you take Ahsoka out of the episode, I mean, there's not much of the episode, but <laughs> the rest, the rest of it, I guess, was fine. Like, I guess I would rate it a little bit better than last week's, but. It, I mean, it's really not, it really doesn't compare to the first three episodes at all to me. It, it kind of felt like there was, wasn't much life to the episode. 
which I don't know if that's the a problem with Ahsoka's writing or her acting or if there just wasn't enough like Mando and Grogu action. <laughs> uh, Grogu is weird. I don't like it, but maybe I will. But I will say all of... I I have to force myself to say Grogu, otherwise I'm never going to say Grogu. <laughs> All the Grogu moments were adorable and cute. I did love those. And, you know, the, the Beskar spear, that's pretty cool. Like, it's cool little things, but sew it all together, and I just didn't love it, like, at all. Which was very disappointing, and I'm sad. I may or may not have cried a little bit. But that's that's an <laughs> issue with me, I think. <laughs> no, no. It's the show, it's the show. Chelsea definitely cried, but it was that uh it was that Grogu's backstory she cried out of uh, well, that was like empathy. Sad, man. Yeah. <sighs> that was. I and I, I do before... Oh, go ahead. I, I do love that he it like he's not just the baby. You know, he's fifty years old. You would think yeah. he, he but he just never learned basic, basically. You know? He was Basically. Basically. Uh so I do love that we have a we had at least for an episode a way to communicate with him, which I thought was pretty cool and neat. But And Jake Jake, I swear you'll get your two minutes. I just have to no, say I won't. think we're all forgetting how stupid the name Yoda is. And we're just used to it because we've all been saying Yoda since 1980. Probably. Yes. uh, That's, you know, I'm fully on board with Grogu. But Yoda rolls off the tongue, at least. Grogu does not. Uh, It's rolling off his tongue over here. It kind of rolls off my tongue. I'm kind of into Grogu. Okay, all right, that's fine. But but I I, I totally understand. It's a weird name. I just think so is Yaddle and so is Yoda. I do appreciate... Not Qui-Gon Jinn or Obi-Wan Kenobi. Those are normal (laughs) names that roll off the tongue. I did appreciate how cute it was every time time, uh, Mando said Grogu. And his little ears perked up, and he was so yeah, happy. He was so happy to hear his oh, name. Oh, it was so cute. That was good. But that's what sells anyway. it, right? Is like him recognizing yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The best. Okay, Jake. Two minutes. Open the floodgates. Ah, I love this episode. Um, <laughs> I I did really like this episode. Um, and you know, it's weird. I I think Ahsoka is like. I don't know, like a third of the reason why I really liked this episode. I definitely really liked Ahsoka. Just seeing Ahsoka was very satisfying. But yeah, I'm kind of in a weird camp. I, I'm I'm not the biggest Filoni stan in the world. Like I love Rebels. I love lots of Clone Wars, but have issues with lots of Clone Wars. Uh, I've never thought he was a very good writer. And I've Never been that convinced by him visually, to be honest, until some of the later Clone Wars and Rebel stuff. But I thought this was visually, like, absolutely fantastic. And I I think a lot of it is definitely the cinematographer whose name I would look up because I can't... It's it's hard to pronounce, and I know I'll say it wrong. Um, But, like, I thought that Corvus as a planet was, like, incredible. Like, it felt... Looking here, it's called Bob Smith... 
yeah, I think it's Bob Smith. It's kind of hard to pronounce. Yeah. Um, but Bob Smith. And I, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, Corvus just felt like this really simple elemental thing that somehow Star Wars hadn't tapped into yet. Um, the kind of barren trees in the war-torn wasteland. It just it looked great. And even though, like, Kajimi was very much, like, Kurosawa-esque, this felt even more just, like, hey, we're just gonna, we're just gonna do a samurai movie. Um, which is not to say that, like, Filoni is as good as Kurosawa or, like, some master director, but I just thought it was very effective. I thought it very effectively used the imagery of samurai films and westerns, especially in the climax of the episode where there's a western standoff and a samurai standoff happening that was all very cool but yeah no ahsoka worked for me i do think the writing is very stiff but it has been since the first episode of the show for me so this notion that somehow this is the one where the writing was bad to me is cringe like this is what frankly most of star wars is but especially dave filoni shows in this show so I'm just not, I don't know, not bothered by it at this point. Unless it's outwardly um, bad, like the gunslinger. Yeah, that was out. That was outwardly bad. That yeah, was outwardly bad. Uh, but yeah, I think Filoni, we, I don't know. I don't have that much more individually to say other than that. Yeah, like well, Ahsoka because you went you cool. went three minutes, so that's. Fine. I think some um, of the y'all went way longer than me. <laughs> I know we did. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who exactly job this is whether it's the cinematographer or the director i don't know who does the cuts basically but i feel like some of the cuts and the action the sequences and editor. editor there you go see i have no clue they were very abrupt and like they just it was just like a quick zoom in zoom out zoom in zoom out but like it was a static frame each time i don't know it, i it was kind of jarring to me some of the action sequences i think i am um, uh, that way yet what i liked about it I do kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. When it was less effective is probably during the actual lightsaber choreography to me yeah, because that's, yeah. it clearly can't be as fluid as the show. And I feel like they were, or like, I mean, as the, as the cartoons. Like, the, yeah. And they were trying to make it that. That's that's what I was going to say. Cause I, I did just rewatch the, the siege of Mandalore episodes of season seven of clone wars. And then watching this a week later, it felt very, um, stiff mm-hmm. to me sometimes the way Ahsoka moved, but that's just that's just what happens when you yeah, go from drawing a cartoon to making a real person Cartoons jump. Are just superior. Yeah, like I mean, well. <laughs> can you realistically tell me that Ahsoka's choreography in this episode was stiffer than any other live action Jedi? No, I don't think business. it was. Bad. I don't think so. But I, I see I think this the choreography was fun. Was bad. I see this. Yeah. silliness on Twitter and it's like well she listen she can't literally be a cartoon <laughs> like it well, is going to be a, couple, a person there was like one sequence where like she was actively running away from like that dude or a robot or something and then like jumped off a wall and I was like alright that looked a little that silly was sick. but I oh, was or silly. silly it looked silly some might say <laughs> I thought it was cool I don't know it just looked like she like started like the wall wasn't there, so she was just like head on running straight into the wall, and then suddenly she kicked <laughs> off it. I don't know. That was my only little silly part, but I got over that. I wasn't too mad I, about. I that. prefer the way this looks to the over uh, choreographed of the prequels. 
Um, Because to me, this kind of was struck a little balance between the original trilogy and the prequels where she is doing more than Luke ever did in the movies, but she's not, but it didn't look overly rehearsed. um, Like some of the prequel fights can tend to look. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it. There's I'm okay with it. Like when you watch samurai movies and stuff, like there is a very deliberate and sometimes stiff nature to the choreography. Like it is, it's slick and it's fast, but it is not duel of the fates. It's more right. like this, and it's more like the Darth Maul uh, Obi-Wan fight. And if I have a complaint about the end of the episode, I think it would have been better if that fight between... Ooh, why did I not pull up the name? Ellen Pejorative? Who is the Ellen, lady from... Ellen, yeah, Ellen Pejorative. That was her <laughs> name. That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> the um, most Star Wars name you could get. Not a terrible name. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the lady, they ever the magistrate. The magistrate. I don't know if they ever said her name. No, they do, because I looked it up earlier, and okay. now I can't. The magistrate. Remember. Yeah. Which also sounds like an episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, it does sound like an episode of The Mandalorian. Okay, Morgan Elsbeth. That's the name. Okay. Of the character. Okay, uh, Morgan. And Interesting. played by Deanna Interesting. Lee. What? Sorry. Do you know Kyle Katarn's father's name? It is Morgan Katarn. That's not that interesting, to be honest. So <laughs> yes, because now there's another connection to Kyle Katarn. Finally, the name Morgan. We have the Morgan connection that yes. we always dreamed. I've been waiting. But Morgan Lee in Osanto is the actress, and she's the goddaughter of. It's like the goddaughter of like Bruce Lee or somebody. Yeah, Bruce Lee. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I got that right. So, yeah, cool idea. But if they're going to do that kind of fight, I think it it needed to be more sparse and like like the Maul uh, Obi-Wan fight. Yeah. Because it was after you have seen Ahsoka just demolish a forest full of dudes for her to suddenly be like, oh, what is this spear? What am I I going to do? The whole time I was like, I was saying, Ahsoka, use use the Force. Just use, you just use the Force, and it will be over really quickly. This Pull selective Force use, I tell you. Yeah. I don't like it. Because and it was it's, cool it's in possible, the... Well, I'm, I'm just saying, it's, it's possible maybe Ahsoka just wanted to make it hurt a little bit. And also, she didn't want to kill her. Like, if no, she wanted she to not. kill her, maybe it would be done. It would be done quicker. But she wanted information, and she wanted to humiliate her. Uh, so there you go. She did. That's true. But like, it, it was cool in that opening montage of her just being Batman in a forest. Like, yeah, she <laughs> uses cool. the forest to like cause a sound to like distract one of the guys, and then mm-hmm. sneaks up. That was all very good. That was another weird choice to me. Like. They clearly had set up the beginning of its whole scene to be very, like, Batman, like, her in the shadows kind of deal. But they start out with the reveal of her face. It feels like you'd want to build to that. Like, you see the yeah. white lightsabers, and then the last shot is, like, her. Saying, I, guess they figured since, I guess they figured since two episodes before they said Ahsoka Tano and <laughs> we were going to see the white lightsabers. They're just like, let's just literally get it over with. The first second you're going to see her face. And you're going to know what's coming. It was kind of, in a, in and of itself, it was a like crazy 
surprise moment. It's like, oh wow, we're just here. We're just seeing. Yeah, it. I was I was not expecting to just start with her taking some troopers out. Which what do you, what do you uh, so call these cool. gas mask guys? These guys, those guys were great. That was a great design. They're magistrate, tro- magistrates, troopers. magistrate yeah. troopers. Yeah, rolls off the tongue, just like <laughs> Grogu. Let's talk about that stuff, Grogu. Yeah, so uh, I think yeah, I love that backstory. I think they're pulling a fast one on us. I think they are trying to get us to believe we're going to see Luke at the end of the season. But and we're going to see Kyle Katarn. I think you're right. I think <laughs> I think Grogu is going to be like, nah, I don't want to learn the ways of the Jedi. I'm just going to chill with Mando. That is very interesting. That that could definitely be yeah. it. Maybe he wants to learn the ways of the Mandalorians, and he is the Mandalorian all along in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean, I feel like we've got a couple options of who's going to show up on Tython, by the way, Jasmine. Yeah, Tython. Going to Tython. Big reveal. What the heck? Yeah, straight out of the Old Republic. You the... just said Jasmine, but I know what Tython is. Well, no, you don't. you've never been to Tython. <laughs> you don't really know. You don't really know. Wow. <laughs> now I do really know who my friends are. That I really know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus <God>. Christ. <laughs> Sorry, I got to get out of here. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I guess the options of who's going to show up on Tython, we've got Luke, we've got Ahsoka shows back up, we've got Ezra. (laughs) That would be a surprise. Ezra, question mark. Or we've got dead people like Yoda and Obi-Wan. Uh, so, I don't know. Either that or they're just going to say, like, here's a new character. Which I don't think they're going to do. Yeah, this show so doesn't either. do that. This Did show you say Cal like, Kestis? People are. Oh, I didn't say Cal Kestis. Oh. People are saying that. I say that boring. Get that guy out of here. Let's wow. see. He would. I get, it'd be weird. He <laughs> I would thought look... I was the one that didn't like that game. <laughs> I like that game. I just oh. don't like the idea of him still somehow being around through oh. the events of the original trilogy. You want him to be dead? The Jedi. I see. Okay. Well, I don't necessarily just... want him to be dead so much as I never wanted him to be alive. Oh, there, okay. At a certain point, we that have to That game should stop. have been about freaking, what's his name, Kanan. should have been about Kanan. Kanan. Oh, it should yeah, have been about Kanan. The, at a certain point, we have to stop letting Jedi survive Order 66. No, this is why helping, I'm less... And not helping Luke. I didn't want to like, say anything, but I was not all that thrilled about the Order 66 Grogu reveal. Like, oh, um, the thing we've now well, seen see, three times. Now, see, that's that's the thing I'm fine with, because he's a little baby. What I'm annoyed with is, well, Ezra survived, and he's out there somewhere, but see, he's lost, so he couldn't help Luke out. Uh, oh, and Ahsoka, she was out there, but she had to go look for Ezra, so I she couldn't help saying. Luke yeah. out. Um, so, Cal, now Cal, he's out there, but See, he yes. had to go. Okay, but and Riley, so you're that talking, we need to stop doing that. Riley, you're talking about five Jedi in an entire galaxy. I know, but when there's a Death Star, you would think that they would find the Rebellion and try and help. Like, I, I, I just, I, you start running out of excuses for these people to not help Luke Skywalker out. Uh, oh, I'm 100% so, with you. Like and I'm and I'm fine with with Grogu because he was a little baby and he couldn't really do anything. So I'm fine with him surviving. But it's these adults who I'm just like, listen, 
I know why you weren't in the original trilogy is because you weren't invented, but <laughs> yeah. at the same time, <laughs> why it weren't also, you there? It also feels like with Grogu, they're going for kind of like a Moses in the reeds kind of thing. Like, oh, the little baby yeah. that survived. The little baby that could. The little baby that could. <laughs> Choo-choo Grogu. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Should have named him Choo-choo. <laughs> and did you know that his name is short for Grosif Gutenberg? Yes, I did know that. Okay, uh, good. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I think it's. I, I think just it's wanted to explain my joke name to Jasmine. I think it's okay, Grosif Gutenberg it Levitt, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually Greg Grunberg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg Grunberg. Okay, I wanted. Episode. I want no, to talk about just some things, which is that HK droids. I don't really want to talk about that. They didn't even look like HK droids. And they didn't even sound they like HK, know. so why just name them that? I was, like, for, at first I was excited, and then I was like, wait, no, that's not what those look like. They didn't look right, and they didn't, they couldn't get the actor. He totally would have recorded. Hashtag not my HK. Hashtag not my HK. No, that's fine. I, I don't care about that. But I, I want to talk about this training business. I love the idea, and this is where I thought Rosario Dawson did a very good job was her moments of like compassion and connection with Grogu still just getting over the fact that I'm just saying Grogu now as if that's always been his name. Um, She just had like such warmth on her face. Like when she is pretending to telekinetically communicate with a puppet, like she really sold it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. They communicate with the force and he was like making gestures with his hands. Like, and then this happened, but you're not hearing any of it. It's very cute. And I, I totally uh, understand not being comfortable with Rosario Dawson for several reasons, but also for Jasmine's reason of it not being Ashley Eckstein. But I thought that she kind of nailed the voice. Like, Yeah, I, no, I, I think her voice and her mannerisms were pretty on, on point. I, I wouldn't consider Ashley Eckstein or Ahsoka to have much of an accent outside of, like, generic you know, Midwest mm-hmm. American accent. Yeah. But there are, uh, as I was watching, I realized there are certain words that Rosario was saying that sounded like Ahs- Ahsoka saying yeah. them. So yeah. I think she did her research. She and really was a fan tried of the to sound like, yeah. She, she like really said tried that to she like wanted Ahsoka. to play Ahsoka. I feel like that might be why it happened is because they had yeah. this famous person literally coming to Disney like, hey, you want a famous person in your show? That right. Well, already well, likes the character. Why haven't I had Sebastian Stan, Luke Skywalker yet? <laughs> you might next <laughs> week, buddy. You you might next week. Also, I will say slight difference between Rosario Dawson and Sebastian <laughs> Stan. <laughs> and I as as far as like fame so. levels. No, I don't think so. Also, he may have been <laughs> filming a different show at the time. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Although he had to is... be the Winter Soldier no, and uh, Falcon, who is actually Captain America. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He might yeah, show he up is. as Luke. He might show up as Luke. Captain America, you think? Yeah. No. Falcon. <laughs> I'm going to show up as Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved the... I, I See, here's the thing. I do think... I, I like that what you mentioned, Riley, as kind of like being concerned about the possible direction. I'm not going to like get up in arms until I see how this all plays out, but it did feel like we're getting to a point where this feels like we're just getting into this being a sequel to rebels. And there's a risk yes. of Mando becoming not the main character of the show anymore. That's Th- this why... episode. 
But that's why I'm hoping for my outcome at the end. I, I want Yoda to, uh, not Yoda, Grogu, Grogu. to abandon Grogu. the Jedi ways. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the yeah, most interesting take I've seen on that yet, and I, I like that. Yeah. This was this was this did not feel like an episode of The Mandalorian. It was a good episode of a TV of a Star Wars TV show, but it was. It wasn't. It wasn't about the Mandalorian, a character yeah, who right. I have grown Beep, to boop, really ba, ba. enjoy. See, I hear right. I set up. I set up this sentence, and I didn't get to finish. Set, set up your say. sentence. Oh, I already did that. I was going to finish it, which was finish it. But I think that even though there's a risk of that happening, I I thought this actually did a great job of adding characterization to the Mandalorian, probably more than any other episode this season, just by seeing how far his bond with Grogu has come yeah, and seeing him in full on dad mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he knows what he wants. He knows how to bond with this character. And just like the moment where he thinks he's going to have to say goodbye. That was very, very sweet. That totally. I loved all that stuff. The dad bonding was great. What I'm worried about is that every episode, the rest of this season is going to be Mando going somewhere. Uh, a force person explains something to him and he's like, well, I don't understand that. I don't know what's going on. And then yeah. they're like, go to this next planet. That person will explain. And then he gets there and he's like, I just, I'm a bounty hunter. I don't understand the force. What's going on? And it's just like, I, I, he's, I don't know. He's out of his element a lot with this force stuff. And it makes him slightly more boring than when he's, doing other things yeah but this is the first time that's really come up though other than like the first time he saw the child lift up a no it it, it absolutely is the first time that 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 i felt like that with him um but i just can see the rest of the season and possibly season three going that way as well depending on what happens on tython so far i'm okay with this because it, it it does feel this felt like an event because it did feel so different like yeah, it felt like the first however many episodes of the season really tapped into the formula that they set up in the first season, but with like better production and just like it was, just, I don't know, it just felt like the first season, but even better. And this one felt this like epi- a totally different kind of thing. This episode was always going to be an event, and it was always not going to be about the Mandalorian because right. it's Dave Filoni's episode where he brings Ahsoka into live action. Uh, I just hope that the next episode doesn't feel the same way i'm fine with the event i just don't want it to become the tv show yeah one thing that um i will say is like they've got a lot of plot points going along here now like we've got this business with the the dark troopers and moff gideon and we've got this other contingent of mandalorians like bo katan and all that and then we also have this with Ahsoka looking for Thrawn, but it feels like the spear he got is probably going to be what he uses to fight Moff Gideon. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like it's all coming together. Like, even though there's all these disparate things, it does kind of feel like it's all leading to one thing. I guess, and I'm, but I'm more interested in some of the storylines. I'm more interested in him coming to grips with the fact that he's in a cult. um, Yeah. And that not all Mandalorians have to be the way he is. That's an interesting storyline that I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm afraid of this season spinning its wheels a little bit more because of all these plates and because season three is already confirmed. It was confirmed before this season even started. 
Right. Like, I, I'm just afraid of what they're holding for season three. And if we're going to have another episode where he crashes on a planet this season, uh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I know, there's right? a lot, like you said, there's a lot of plates spinning. And some of the plates I'm very interested in, and some of the others I'm not. And I just hope all the plates land safely on the ground this season. Yeah. Jasmine, what's going on? How are you holding up there, friend? I'm just sad. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pretty much agree with everything that has been said. I don't really have much to add at this point. We like that gong. We all enjoy that big gong. Big gong. (laughs) Fun gong. gong. Big gong. Good gong. Good gong gong. sound. Great gong cut. Uh, love seeing it getting the gong cut. Big gong cut. Love the gong cut. Oh, love it here's when what a gong I want to address. People on yeah. Twitter are mad that Ahsoka apparently didn't know Yaddle exists, but didn't Yaddle die before Ahsoka would have ever knew her? Yes, it's stupid. Yes, yes she did. God, but not I just said, real Star Wars fans. Let's Listen, also my point, not pretend my that anybody is, in the real world knows who Yaddle is. <laughs> my point is read a book, Ahsoka. That's all my point is. Yeah, I okay. Yaddle was in a book. She's the one below. You could learn about her. Thank you. Yeah, read some Yaddle tales. Re- listen to our episode where I talk about Yaddle, Ahsoka. That was funny that I said Yaddle tales and just nothing. Just yeah, tumbleweeds. Can we talk about the fact that Yoda, I think, had sex with Yaddle? <laughs> <laughs> you mean we can't talk, talk about, about the fact that you think they this. Got yes, force freaky. <laughs> I mean, listen, here's the thing. It's established. Kiati Mundi, the Syrians, they don't have many kids. He has a special license to have children. Even license, to license to bone. License to bone. James Bond's got a license to kill. <laughs> and he honestly, he's got, got a license, license to bone. To bone. Uh, he has a license to bone. Let's, that's his main license. <laughs> and but, a driver's license. That is a license that is issued to certain <laughs> species in the Jedi Order. I don't think it would be a shock if at the end of the season we talk to Yoda's force ghost and he says, hey, son. <laughs> no, there's that a- would absolutely be a shock and it would be the dumbest thing that's ever happened in the history. There's of only a few of us. I had to bone Yaddle and no. then we had you. yells, you're not my dad. And then Yoda's like, and as I was leaving the Jedi temple, I had to dad. pick you up because even though I can't have a connection with you, I had to save your life. Uh, and I dropped you off with those... Nikto or whatever. If Yoda um, is a secret deadbeat dad, I think that is the worst twist in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> it's not like you that can make Yoda much thing. worse. But here's the thing: it's I, I don't think he, I don't think Yoda or the Jedi Order would consider him a deadbeat dad. It's it's literally because no, no, right. there's so few of his species. They ha- he has to do that, but he can't get near the child because he can't form a connection to it. That that I wouldn't be shocked okay. if that's what we find out. I'm not Soul saying it's the best twist in the history of Star Wars. Yeah, it's the best thing that's ever happened. Uh, I'll take my check now, John Favreau. My theory that I think is better, more like John Father. My theory that I think is better <laughs> is that the Jedi were experimenting with cloning Force sensitives. Much I think that's like boring. The and Imperial sucks. Remnant is doing now, and they you get a little parallel between the the supposed heroes and the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Jedi once again paving the path to their own destruction. You see, 
And so we either make the Jedi the villain or Yoda the villain, I guess, is our two options. What's your option? Neither of those things, and it's just like Yoda's cousin. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of like that better. (laughs) Yeah, I would be shocked if if it was a secret Jedi project. I don't know. That to me would feel a little out of left field. Okay, here's what you have to think. Did John Favreau, (laughs) acclaimed filmmaker... Started the MCU, more or less. Come to Kathleen Kennedy and say, I have a great idea for a show. <laughs> Yoda has a kid. <laughs> We've never heard I, of him. Oh, and no. he's a baby. The I don't think is, so. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this could happen. Oh, but no. Do you, think he came, do you think he came and he said, Yoda made a secret clone? Is that much better? <laughs> like... I don't, I don't know. think in any no, case okay, it's the start no, of the, the pitch. The way he but... phrased it was he went to Kathleen Kennedy and said, check this out. Yoda bangs Yaddle. <laughs> and then she'd be like, yes, do it. She'd be like, she who wins? is Here's Yaddle. what happened. No, she said, can we add an Abinetto? That's in. <laughs> exactly what I was about to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, what he, he went in and he had, he had two pitches. He's like, here we go. This is what we got. Kathleen, you must pick one. Yoda boned or Yoda cloned? That's all we got. One or the other. You like bones? You like clones? <laughs> you pick. <laughs> and we'll find out what she picked at the end of this season. Oh, no. And she picked Yoda's cousin. <laughs> yeah, she picked. <laughs> She's like, go with cousin, on, I'm John. the president of Lucasfilm. I don't have to answer to you. <laughs> How'd you even get in here? <laughs> yeah, I oh, don't... Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know that I ever wanted to... No, Baby Yoda's backstory. Now that we're getting into it, Grogu, I'm so sorry. Well, um, we're getting into it. I think You're I was always no okay what. with just, hey, this, who's this kid? Yeah, I think you yeah, I think I'm we're gonna get it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I I like the idea of the Jedi having this secret child that they knew they had to like protect from Order sixty six. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I like it, but. Where was he for the first 25 years? Are we going to get a crazy flashback episode? Is it yeah, gonna be I don't like know. That episode of Lost where they, they flash back to the tail section. We see the whole show from their point of view. <laughs> yes. I think so. No, I don't know. It's the, probably the less they say, the better. However, they just opened the floodgates by saying that he was trained at the temple. <laughs> I know. Uh, what does that mean for like a tiny little beanbag? Now they, yeah, now they got to do something about it, and I hope it's, I hope it's good. I hope it's not what either of us have suggested, and it's something better. We trained him in the Jedi art of object permanence. But I mean, as <laughs> we know, we are much better writers than anyone at Lucasfilm. I mean, yeah, absolutely, nine, of course. This is born 100%. fruit. We got receipts for that. Yeah. Uh, born fruit yeah. is my Star Wars name. Good nice. name. Anyway, well, I think, we, I think we did it. I think we did. They're I do just to want to Tython. shout out the gong. I'm excited to see Tython. I'll say that at least. Tython better be good because it, unless unless the Empire has ruined it, it should be a lush, green, beautiful planet that we haven't really seen in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> we but have only the Empire seen might steamy, have burned it, so I don't know. steamy planets. There will be a bunch of ruins, probably. Uh, there will be, yeah, Tython could be very interesting. Uh, I'm excited for that. There, Tython is going to be chock full of Knights of the Old Republic. Oof, uh, yeah. 
nods. Yeah. So that will be fun, I guess. I got a, I got a prediction that I'll throw out there mm-hmm. because this seems like the most straightforward Mando mission yet, which is like go to this planet and put the baby on a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I think this might be the first episode where we actually. I guess not the first episode, but the first episode where, like, a lot of it is cross-cutting between different characters. Like, we'll see Mando, and we'll cross-cut to what's going on with the, the Gideon gang. Yeah. And maybe, uh, maybe old Boba. Boba-ton maybe. catches up with him. I forgot about him entirely. That's yeah, what they wonder, want you to do. I wonder if Boba was a tease for season three. That would be disappointing, but that it's, would be outrageous know. if that was true. It's kind of it's kind of seeming like it might happen. I don't know. Nah. Unless he, Boba ambushes him in the next episode. I think the much like the last two episodes of the first season, the last two episodes of this season are just going to be nutso but so. I man, there's just this show is I love this show so much and at the same time I just wish I'm so excited about seeing Tython and getting these cool force things. And if they announced tomorrow that we were getting a Rogue Squadron TV show, I would be totally fine with everything that happens on this show. But like, man, I just want a show about the Mandalorian. And it's weird that we're going to the the planet that the Jedi originated from in a show about the Mandalorian. To me, that just seems so odd. And I just want... I he's want a show about normal people. He's only been doing bounties the whole season. He's just been doing bounties. Only four stuff we saw was getting some cookies. But but hanging you got over your the show. whole show. But hanging over the whole show is we need to find the Jedi. From like very early on, this show has been we need to find the Jedi. We got this mystical kid, and now we're ending up at let's go to the the homeworld of the Jedi Order, and yeah. I love it. I'm excited. I want to see that stuff. At the same time, I want to see I want to see some normal people in the Star Wars universe doing normal things. And by normal, I mean not not force users. Not the force. Yeah. I don't yeah, cuz bounty hunters aren't I would, what I would call them. It's not like I want to see an op- the office in Star Wars, but I do want to see that too. <laughs> now that you said it. <laughs> oh, okay. Now My that I say it, I do want to see that. Mando. <laughs> yeah. But but you know what I mean? Like I want to see some I just yeah. want to see some gritty some street wars. level Star Wars. Yeah. Uh and this show does that sometimes, but I get the feeling from this episode that we're not going in that direction. Oh, what? and I'm going to be so excited when we see Ezra. <laughs> you're just a you're a living contradiction, Riley. I am. <laughs> you keep I'm us all on our toes. Individual. We never know how you're going to react to anything. Yeah. Um True. One actual last thing, we don't spend a ton of time on this, but I'm seeing a lot of, not that Jasmine would ever go all hashtag not my Ahsoka on Discord, <laughs> her name right now, but did, I don't, I didn't feel like it was out of character to see her as kind of like a cool slice and dice Jedi at the beginning. Oh, no, like, I, I don't think so at all. I never oh, felt yeah, like we saw totally some moment mind. for Ahsoka where she's like, I now reject violence forever. She's like, not I don't, a Jedi. That was it's, kind of the whole point. And she's like, yeah, I am not yeah. a Jedi. I'm not bound to these rules of light and dark. It is in strict contrast to uh, the Siege of Mandalore episodes. However, context is important. And in those episodes, she is now fighting against her clone brothers that she's, you know, 
been friends with for for years yes um and so in that episode she's like we're not hurting anybody we're not gonna you know we're gonna do this by the book i'm gonna try and save as many people as i can yeah and now we open with this the next time we see ahsoka and she's just you know yeah, slicing it's decidedly in half. not how she is in rebels it's yeah it's it's very this is very a very different context and to be honest the magistrate and all her people real bad guys so Seem i don't bad. really mind Seem bad those guys who even knows what's going on with them their gas masks what are they hiding what are they hiding who watches there? the gas men yeah exactly well we did it guys well said i gotta we say it. jasmine i was expecting even more sadness but i felt like i'm just sad i, I don't know i think i got all my crying out before we recorded because i didn't want to be crying <laughs> on audio so i guess that's good <laughs> do you feel do you feel like this is an episode you even like would want to revisit like you feel like maybe if i watch it again or you are you just like i don't even know if i can watch that again no i mean like if i were to watch the series again i would watch it but it's just yeah i would probably be more distracted watching it again because i'm just i don't know like i don't know i like sections of it it's just it i think it's just too distracting for me that it's not ashley personally it's also like, yeah. is this character even going to show up again in the Mandalorian? Which I don't like, think I mean, so. I kind of yeah, don't know that she will, not. and I hope she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think she will this season unless they bring Thrawn into the Mandalorian, which seems crazy. And I don't want this to become Rebels either, which I'm uh, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of getting scared about. But yeah, give me a Rebel sequel. Give me a Mandalorian. Rebels deserves its own thing. Yeah, stay yeah, in your if, lane, Star Wars is. Which is it's it's it is a little bit frustrating if Ahsoka's arc in this episode was only set up for whatever's coming next. Yeah, that would be a little frustrating, especially because I'll be really surprised if they do a live action Ahsoka or Rebels. I I just yeah, will be surprised no. if they do that. I don't think they. Would. I've always assumed Ugh. that Ahsoka and Sabine will continue in animation. So if they go back to animation with Ashley Eckstein again, that's going to feel really weird. I'm still waiting for the Ahsoka Sabine book. Like, why haven't we gotten that yet? I think they're doing a show. I think they're doing a show, and I think it was set up this week. Yeah, I think there's going to be a sequel to Rebels. I'm sure it's been in production for a long time, like the Clone Wars. What if I quit Star Wars? Well, you don't want to quit Star Wars. No, you don't want to quit. You made me sad. Man, you just need to go on a break. Okay. I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that you're thinking of quitting. You should Man, read from a certain point of good view. Stuff. Okay, some, okay, I'll read one more story. <laughs> get some good <laughs> stories. You're, oh, yeah. Oh, I want some good Star Wars. Whatever could I do except read the book that I'm supposed to read? Riley, good. I am not a good to... reader, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what, about, uh, what about like some self-insert fan fiction? Would you read that? <laughs> <laughs> spoilers that's Shout our tease of the week <laughs> yeah that's we we just set up a a new tv show Wait. where we yeah Wait, go ahead go ahead go ahead no go ahead oh i was about to say i, was, what if I gave I just, up on the joke okay <laughs> what if i just quit star wars and i solely consume self-insert <laughs> star wars fan fiction yes there we go that's well, all you would still be is. a vital part of the show Okay. Because we would need to check in with that I part of the fandom it. every week. I think Star Wars is still very good in this episode. Pretty good. Mandalorian still love the show. I just want 
And it doesn't help that we're all in a bad mood and there's a big damper on everything by the mere fact that the world is in a bad place and they can't really True. announce what they're doing next because they can't film anything. Oh, hey, that's like a if good they could come out tomorrow and say, we're doing a Rebels TV show, we're doing Rogue Squadron, and we're doing three new movies, then like I think we would all just feel Probably, better. Yeah. But right now we're in this weird nebulous zone where we have the Mandalorian and books. And if you don't love either of those things, Star Wars can feel a little dead. Yeah. Even though I, even though it's not. It's just in a little lull. But so is the earth true <laughs> true it's kind of been a uh, bit of a downer year transition year for the earth just a bit Star have Wars. you guys noticed that this weird this, this year feels weird we'll get him next year i don't know if anyone's ever mentioned this but 2020 am i right i don't know if you guys have noticed this but this year kind of odd <laughs> like uh these clowns in washington <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't know <laughs> okay these big fat anyway. cats these uh, fat cats loft cats now he meant everything. Cats. We did and we did the it. owl was and there. And the owl. There was yep. an owl. The owl was, was owl. there. There's a name for it, and I don't remember it. Me neither. Starts anyway. with an R, Owly. I think. Anyway. Rowl. It's called a Rowl. <laughs> Rowlet from Pokemon. Ah. We have a Rowlet. Full circle. Stuffed Rowlet. Full circle. It's in Christine's car. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> This has been Delicately Curated Long-Form Discussion of the International Blow of Star Wars Saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, <laughs> brought to you lovingly and weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing and or sad voices of your hosts, Riley. Uh, that's me. <laughs> Jasmine. That is me. <laughs> and me. Ah! Oh, wait. 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 Don't go anywhere. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Is it the segment that we always do, which is for only remembering that Ludwig Gorenson's score exists? Oh, shoot. Yeah, it came back up. Um, yes. Uh, score, really good this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my good. God. It was incredible. It's good. It's the really weird, good. like, callback to the Baroque music on Jabba's sail barge. That was with, nice. With, like, the, the nearly classical theme at the end of The Mandalorian was... That's good. Really cool. And I will say, hearing Ahsoka's theme got me a little teary eyed. Come on. Yeah. That was oh, good. Yeah. That was good. You had just a, a little taste of yeah. Yoda's theme in there. Yep. Man, we good. just. Anyway, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Do it every time. We hear the every theme song and we're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. The music. <laughs> wait a minute, this music is good. <laughs> you should talk about it. <sighs> we'll have to just. You know what will be fun is after the season's over, go through this score. There we go. Yes. Some highlights of the season. We'll go through it and we'll pick our favorites at the end of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so glad we planned that all along. (laughs) (laughs) We've had this planned the whole time. Okay. Okay. Anyway, bye. Okay. Anyway, bye. Riley, throw that in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) How crazy. And I still have no idea why that happens. I had that issue like when I would record on my laptop with mm. reaper okay i'm good now okay all right all right well let's just say 33 dang it no we do it again <laughs> i like clicked at the screen right as it said 33 <laughs> all right well, 42 let's do-